You're listening to the Counter Culture Mom Show. Our kids are under fire every day with the media and pop culture persuading them to give up their faith and Christian values. Stay tuned now as former Hollywood actress and pop culture expert Tina Griffin helps you counter these messages and safely navigate today's pop culture chaos. Dear Mama, you are like this field of wildflowers. You were your bright self when all of a sudden the precious child in your womb left for heaven. You did nothing to cause this, and this is far from where you thought your life would be planted in this season. You might feel robbed, broken, betrayed by your own body, but let me gently whisper, you will get to the other side of grief. This was my story, miscarriages. I felt like I was in a fog. I was completely unprepared for the physical and emotional pain. I didn't even know how to grieve. I felt lonely, anxious, ashamed, even though I have the most wonderful friends and family. And questions swirled. Is it even okay for a Christian to ask why? And just why is pregnancy loss such a taboo topic? I wanted to find answers to my questions, and I wondered if other women felt the same way. So I set out on a quest to unmask this culture of pregnancy loss and put to rest the shame. In Loved Baby, I vulnerably write about my own experiences. I share biblical truths. And I also draw upon my skills as a qualitative researcher to weave together the stories of brave women and men who've shared their stories with me so that others will feel less alone. We explore the spiritual, psychological, and physical aspects of miscarriage, stillbirth, and ectopic pregnancy loss. There are 31 devotions. And in these, we navigate topics such as, will I see my child in heaven? We explore grief and how to reconnect with our spouse. We talk about how to honor the due date, how to live life beyond loss, and how to keep our contentment firmly centered on Christ. Each chapter includes soul work, prayers to pray, and it even includes a special place for you to commemorate your own babe. Loved Baby is a place for you to grieve and cherish the little lovely life that took root in your womb that now blooms in heaven. Our stories are all vastly different, yet we are united. Perhaps you were like me and experienced miscarriage, or you might be like my own mother who gave birth to a still child. You might be like my other family members who have had ectopic pregnancies, or maybe you have suffered loss after loss after loss. My prayer is that this book will be your companion and encourage you to stay rooted in the hope and light of Christ. Sarah Philpott, PhD, lives in Tennessee on a cattle farm where she raises her four mischievous children and is a farm wife to her high school sweetheart, Perry. In between the births of two of her children, she experienced two back-to-back -back miscarriages. Her experience was the inspiration for her award-winning book, Loved Baby, 31 Devotions Helping You Grieve and Cherish Your Child After Pregnancy Loss. 
I'm Tina Griffin, and this is the Counterculture Mom Show. We are honored to have you join us today as we dissect the difficulties dealing with infertility and miscarriage with multi-passionate entrepreneur and mom, along with farmer, Sarah Philpott. Sarah, how you doing today, woman? I'm doing great today, Tina. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. In the first five minutes, just setting up the sound and lighting of this episode, I already believe we became fast friends. Fast, I think we hold the record of the fastest friends before we get started here. So thank you for jumping on the show. First of all, you're a farm wife. You're, you look nicer than myself. How did that all happen? We got the makeup, the, the pretty outfit there. How does that happen? Are you out in the back 40 uh, working in that outfit of yours? Yeah, absolutely not. The babysitter <laughs> who's watching my three-year-old actually just said, red's a good color on you. And I said, no, Mackenzie, you just haven't seen me in makeup and hair in a really long time. That is so funny. Well, you look <laughs> glamorous, amazing. Thank you for jumping on the show today. In addition to being a mom, you take on many roles within your family businesses and quiet time with your four children isn't always attainable in this season of life. I can attest your four kids are about the same ages as my four kids. So I totally hear you. Can you tell us about your own personal experience with pregnancy loss? What happened? Yes. Yeah, so thanks so much, first off, for um, tackling this topic. But several years ago, after we had our first child, my oldest is now almost 13, we decided that we wanted to add to our family, just like most families do. And you think that it's just going to be a, a pretty straightforward process. But unfortunately, the very night that we were going to announce our pregnancy to a grand, one, of our, one of the grandmothers, um, things just started happening in my body that did not make sense. I had excruciating back pain. There were some other symptoms going on. And we found out that I was going through a miscarriage. Oh. And yes, yes. So that was really not only physically extremely hurtful, but emotionally, I didn't know how to process what was happening with my body. And I don't say this to shock anyone, but just to um, explain that I delivered my child and actually flushed the, you know, the small little embryo down the toilet because I was so shocked by what had just happened to my body and what was going through because I didn't have a lot of background information on miscarriage even being a possibility. And, and did you know what was happening when it was happening? I was afraid of what might be happening. Oh. We'd gone to the doctor earlier that day. We were concerned about it being a kidney infection. And then I just all of a sudden started bleeding and, and a, an extreme amount of blood. And unfortunately I knew right then that this was, this was a miscarriage. How far along were you? I was very early. So I was probably like six, seven, eight weeks. And when that happens at such an early stage, you begin to even wonder, it, what, am I supposed to grieve something so tiny? Even though as Christians, we know that life begins at conception and we're very much in support of um, you know, as soon as life happens. But Going through this from a miscarriage, I didn't want to talk about it to anyone. I was very silent about it. I was very confused. And because it was so early, I had feelings of, is this something that I'm supposed to grieve, even though my heart felt so heavy for the grief? Absolutely. I, I, can, I can imagine. Plus, what makes it tough is if people don't know you went through a miscarriage or that, they're even, that you were even pregnant, you just were about to announce the fact that you were pregnant. 
that it makes it tough for people to know how to help you through the grieving process, pray over you if they didn't even know that this was something you were dealing with. It's not as though you're you have- exactly right, you know, yeah. because no one knew. So my friends, they didn't even know I was pregnant. So my first call about the pregnancy was I just had a miscarriage oh. and they had to rush in to to help me and to love me. My, my mom and dad didn't even know I was pregnant. So we have to announce that to them that I was pregnant. But now we've had a miscarriage. And so after that, there was a lot of process of anxiety. And but you still have that hope that next time, next time. So we did get pregnant um, fairly quickly after this miscarriage. It was something that absolutely terrified me, but we knew we did want to expand our family. But unfortunately, that pregnancy also ended in a miscarriage. So recurrent pregnancy loss happens in less than 2% of the population. But there I was sitting in, in that situation. And emotionally, it just took me on a nosedive because of the the depression and the anxiety over losing two babies back to back. And what makes it tough, and I, I, I'm just assuming here, correct me if I'm wrong, what makes that tough is depression, anxiety, but you still want another baby, but the depression and anxiety running through your veins is not helping you also conceive, or if you do, it could also cause the miscarriage. It's like you need to grieve but at the same time, you're afraid to grieve so it doesn't affect a future pregnancy. Was that something running through your head? It was. It was a very um, petrifying experience for me because I, when you do have a miscarriage or a stillbirth, you're at a market increase for depression or anxiety. And you also have this um, idea of self-blame that comes in. And it's very misguided, but you have that self-blame. But the, the point of being... I was told that I would probably never be able to have children again because of, I was diagnosed with with PCOS. Um, so I just had to mentally resign myself that I'm, I'm probably not going to have children again. And I'm going to embrace this um, sweet, precious little boy that I do have. Okay. What is PCOS? Can you give us a little bit of backstory on that? I'm not familiar with that term. Yeah. So PCOS is polycystic ovarian syndrome. And most often it affects women having um, infertility. So that is one of the the precursors for not being able to necessarily have children. But with me, I was having an easy time getting pregnant that had developed PCOS. And unfortunately, it was causing just the chromosomal abnormalities of my children to have go through a miscarriage. Unbelievable. That's the first time I've heard about that before. Do you know how often that affects women with their pregnancies? How common that is? I'm not exactly sure how many, um, the percentage of women with PCOS, but I know that one in four women go through miscarriage, which is the loss of a child before 20 weeks. And it's over, I think one in 160 women go through stillbirth, which is the loss of a pregnancy after 20 weeks. So unfortunately it's very prevalent, but it has not been talked about so much in society. Hardly ever. I had no idea that it was that common one in four between the 20 weeks of pregnancy. And and I don't know of anybody else that is talking about it. It's it's like you have to dig up and find research on the net. And usually you're doing that alone from what I'm hearing from you that have gone through infertility or miscarriage issues. Galatians 610 says, therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. In Nigeria, seven Christians are killed every day by terrorists and villages are burned down to the ground because of their faith in Jesus. Some people like to talk about the problem, but this ministry does something to solve the problem. Equipping the Persecuted is a ministry that is helping persecuted Christians in Nigeria. 
They are a boots on the ground mission and respond to terror attacks within 48 hours, bringing food, medicine, and relief materials to the victims, many of whom are children. They run an orphanage, support over 140 widows monthly, dig wells for medical camps, and train and equip security teams so they can better protect their villages. I encourage all of my listeners to support Equipping the Persecuted by donating $20 a month or more at equippingthepersecuted.org. That's equippingthepersecuted.org. And partner with heroes who are literally saving lives daily. Have you ever wanted to start a charity or ministry? Launching a nonprofit can be time consuming, expensive, and overwhelming. If you have a vision and mission, but don't know where to start or how to raise donations, Capstone Legacy Foundation is your solution. Their ministry charity project allows you to receive tax-free donations without the expense and hassle of forming your own 501c3 and in less than 48 hours. This ministry partnership fund is exactly how Counterculture Ministries got its start, and we grew quickly. Capstone Legacy Foundation handles all your legal and accounting paperwork, allowing you time to develop the ministry and message God gave you. Call Capstone today at 610-688-8890 or check out capstonelegacy.org for more information. And tell them Tina sent you. Partner with Capstone Legacy Foundation to transform our culture for Christ and get your nonprofit started today. A little curveball question here. What did your husband do to help you through the grieving process of your two children? My husband was absolutely wonderful. We have not been a stranger to grief in our life, unfortunately. So he knew that he just needed to get to give me time. He knew we had it that I had to go through the process of grief. And that is definitely what researchers say. You have to go through the process of grief because you are grieving a particular a particular baby. So my husband just, you know, he held me. He um, allowed me to cry. He allowed me to process my emotions. And, you know, he also, you know, said that, that he was saddened as well, but he didn't try to rush me through the grief. He didn't try to take the problems away. Um, but men, they are going to react very differently because it's their loved spouse who's going through this along with them. Absolutely. I can't even imagine, but thank you for your insight on that. That's key that your husband was right by your side throughout all of it. There is a fantastic quote, one of many from your book. I just want to share this with our crowd today. The babies that died in our wombs were born straight into the splendor of heaven. I absolutely love how you take something traumatic and have people remember the outcome of that, that these babies, these precious lives are with Jesus. And that just to me blows my mind. Thank you for being raw and real on the program, sharing about all this, because people going through miscarriage, they might not want to share the story, let alone write a book to help other people who are struggling with it. But there's a lack of books talking about this subject, lack of real stories. What are some of the top causes of stillbirth, miscarriage and ectopic pregnancy loss? Can you go over some of these for us? Yes, I can go. So age is one of them. Previous miscarriages, just like I had mentioned, genetic anomalies, uterine problems, chronic diseases, um, and smoking is one of the causes of miscarriage as well. But most often, it is a chromosomal abnormality. And so women are left constantly with the question of why. Why did this occur? But often, it, it can't be answered as to why it occurred. Do you know why you... There is a large... Do you know why you had two miscarriages? 
We're just going to assume at this point that it was a chromosomal abnormality. There's no definitive answer, and you almost have to surrender the need for why. There's a large misconception in society that a, a woman did something to cause her miscarriage or stillbirth when in actuality it is just unfortunately something that happens. It's not because she exercised too much. It's not because she drank too much coffee. Um, so we have to really let society know that often there is no blame whatsoever. It is unfortunate. It's just an unfortunate side effect of the process of life. Yeah, that makes complete sense. I, I completely agree with that. And that way it it uh, takes the pressure off women too, where they don't have to beat themselves up. It was something out of their control, which yes. helped them with the grieving process anyway, if they add that to the mix yet. Unbelievable. Isn't that nuts how so many things in society attack people that is falsified? It's not even accurate information. It just blows my mind. We need to talk about self-care steps that women can take when they're going through the process of grieving. What are some self-care steps you can give us today on that? So one of the most important things a woman can do and a family can do to support her is because you are grieving the particular loss of a particular child that as believers we know is in heaven. We need to make sure that we have a way to say goodbye. So for example, if your grandmother passed away, you're going to have a memorial service. You may not do that with miscarriage or, or stillbirth necessarily, but you can go through the process of creating some type of um, like floral arrangement, a a balloon release. You can have a candlelight ceremony, even if it's just with you, if it's between you and your husband. But saying goodbye in some type of capacity is one of the most healthy things you can do as a woman. And there's a lot of organizations that even have events for women, candlelight ceremonies, where the, the women and perhaps even her husband can go. And it's really and a night of honor for the baby. And it helps the women release um, some of the pain to recognize the joy that our children are in heaven. So that's a self-care tip, but also, you know, praying, choose a scripture, trying to um, get into things that you've always loved to do just to refund yourself. If you like to paint, draw, read, um, and try to be, you know, just cognizant that you have a life that you need to live. And at the same time, you can grieve and you can cherish this precious child, but you also have to live the life that you've been given. Wow. That is so profound. You just shared and your book has to be in everyone's hands. We're going to hear about your book and much more right after this. Are you looking to deepen your faith while supporting small businesses in the Holy Land? Look no further than Artsa, the Christian subscription box that brings the Bible to life. Every quarter, you'll receive a carefully curated box directly from Israel, filled with handcrafted gifts, foods, and treasures made by Israeli artisans. Every purchase directly supports the community and economy of the Holy Land. Artsa is your opportunity to connect with the rich history and culture of the land where Jesus walked. With each item lovingly crafted and selected to bring the stories of the Holy Land to life in your own home. Over 100,000 boxes have been sold to date, and the community is rapidly growing. Join the Arta community today at artsabox.com and use code TINA for a 20% discount on all purchases. That's A-R-T-Z-A box.com. Code TINA. Experience the joy of discovering and connecting to the Holy Land. 
What if I told you there's a new modern way to invest in physical gold? Legacy Precious Metals is proud to announce a revolutionary new platform that allows you to buy and sell precious metals with a click of a button. Gold gives you security and control over your retirement, and we've put that control directly in your hands. With a few clicks, you can open an account, choose your metals, where to store them, or have them shipped directly to your house. You can fund your account securely online and withdraw your funds at any time. You can now buy and sell precious metals effortlessly. No pushy salespeople, no minimums, and no hidden fees. You now have the full flexibility over your finances. Our platform allows you to purchase single or multiple products, roll your retirement account into a precious metals IRA, or set recurring investments through our legacy builder all online. These are volatile economic times. Throughout history, gold has been the answer to rising inflation, a weakening dollar, and a hedge against the stock market. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to open your account today. Centuries of security with modern-day convenience. You have life-giving scripture cards that can be downloaded from your website. I checked it out. They're phenomenal. These truths are great encouragement for anyone walking through a hard season. With time, sadness and peace will dance together. Strength will take root deep in your heart. Phenomenal. Another card you have out there, I will walk by faith even when I cannot see. 2 Corinthians 5, 7. Amen to that. These are available on your fantastic website, which is allamericanmom.net. Oh, yeah. Allamericanmom.net, people. This farm chick um, just sharing truth to the masses. Sarah Philpot, check out her website. On it, right there, top of the website, main page, you're going to see these downloadable baby scripture cards. Loved baby scripture cards. Free download for anybody after a miscarriage, stillbirth, or ectopic pregnancy. Just click on it, download away. This is fantastic. And your book, once again, is called Loved Baby, 31 Devotions, Helping You Grieve and Cherish Your Child After Pregnancy Loss. My favorite chapter in the book is called A New Due Date because I want to remind parents that we have a new due date when we are going to get to see these precious children again. And when we're going through this time of of deep grief and you are supposed to feel all the feels, but we also have to hold on to that hope and that we know our children are in a safe safe place and are extremely loved and that we do have the opportunity to hold on to them again one day. Amen to that. You were phenomenal. Thank you for letting us see a glimpse of your life, the struggle you went through, because what you just shared in this program is going to help so many women. You have no idea. It's an honor and a blessing that our paths have crossed. You've given me new insight on how to help women that have struggled with miscarriage or loss and the men Thank you, men, for being by your wife's side in in all this process. Thank you. I cannot wait for fireworks and fun on your farm in the near future. I know it's going to happen. Keep killing it. You're doing an awesome job for the Lord, girl. You are too. Thank you so much for everything you do. Yeehaw. Let's get all of our eight kids down on the farm together. (laughs) They're going to have a great job. This counterculture ministry team is all about exposing Satan's evil plot. He's wrecking havoc on children through graphic sex ed, horrific pop culture, ungodly lifestyles, and even attacking their understanding of gender. He's attacking marriages through financial stress, loss of jobs, sickness, anger, divorce, and unforgiveness. He's attacking our land, air, water. You get the picture. He's freaking out and doing as much damage as possible because he's running out of time. Christ is coming back for his bride. And as we celebrate our 400th episode, we reflect on all that God has done just over the last two years. Thank you to those who have sent us encouraging emails to keep us moving forward, for praying for this ministry, to partnering with us with your finances. 
You have been instrumental in this ministry and the message God placed on our hearts. We as a team want to be in the midst of pumping out more truth when the rapture happens. I want to be guiding my kids to lead with God-given integrity when the rapture happens. Every day I'm seeking God to show me how to be a wife, mother, and truth teller in that order. We are doing a donation drive this week to give God's people the chance to partner with us so we can continue to deliver the truth God wants us to share through this show. It's his program, his topics, his team. Through the generosity of our listeners, we're able to reach so many families. If you're currently not a partner, can you join forces with us by visiting counterculturemom.com and clicking on that pink donate button at the top of the page. That is the main way to give. Now you might be watching or listening to this program on one of the other various platforms that carry our show, but the only main way to fund what we're putting our hands to is through counterculturemom.com. All donations are tax deductible. We are a nonprofit and any amount is greatly appreciated, even if it's a one-time gift. But if you can sign up as a monthly partner, it just gives our team the consistency we need to know how to budget to the best of our ability. I just got back from a month-long speaking tour with my children. Teens were sitting on the floor between chairs to hear the truth about Hollywood at a Wisconsin youth event. They were hungry. You can help us feed them God's word. We have a Pop Culture Purge tour we're launching with over 20 speakers this year with life-saving messages about exposing Satanism, abuse, suicide, and other stories on how teens and tweens can use their talents for God in entertainment and media. We love investing in the next generation and educating them on why they're here and how they can make a positive impact to lead their friends to Christ. Let's invest together to reach the lost. We would be honored to have you on board. Please consider a one-time or monthly partnership. Just go to counterculturemom.com, click on that pink donate button. Thank you for helping us pump out, God willing, another 400 episodes. Thanks for joining us for the Counterculture Mom Show with your host, Tina Griffin. For over two decades, Tina has traveled the globe exposing how pop culture is glamorizing harmful behaviors without showing the consequences and how these messages are wreaking havoc on today's youth. Through radio, TV, podcasts, and our app, Counterculture Ministries is reaching millions every week with a biblically-based message for hope for today's teens and their parents. But we can't do that without your faithful prayer and financial investment. If you appreciate the ministry of Tina and Counterculture Ministries, would you prayerfully consider a generous gift right now? We have a donor matching dollar for dollar. You can give securely online by visiting counterculturemom.com or by texting the word DONATE to the number 55444. That's counterculturemom.com or text the word DONATE to the number 55444. Every dollar is doubled. If you love this show, you can stay up to date on the latest critical issues affecting your family by catching all of our weekly episodes with resource links, signing up for our e-newsletter, and downloading our Counterculture Mom app, where you get timely pop culture alerts. Visit counterculturemom.com for more details. And be sure to join us next week for another edition of the Counterculture Mom Show with Tina Griffin, where we are rewriting Hollywood script for our kids. 